Champagne Soccer, the best soccer podcast in the world. It's the 9th of January. It'll drop on the 10th, but the content is everlasting. I'm with E-Money Bags. Welcome back. How you feeling, man? I'm doing good. Happy 2024. Happy to see you. Happy, you know, happy to be here with y'all, of course. So, For sure. Salute. We got Marcus in the house. How you living, bro? Hey, man. It's nice. Again, man, we're going to keep remixing, replanning, man. It's nice at the top, but uh, we got some worries. We'll get into it, though. Yeah, man, for sure. Don't be like Arsenal and say it's nice at the top, and then when the season's over, not be at the top, man. Good luck. You know, I mean, you already know how it is to go against that Man City monster, so I don't got to tell you what to look out for. Hey, man, we staying low, man. We let the media say it, bro. I dig it. I dig it. And, hey, the defending champion, world champion, European champion, Premier League champion. Anthony, how you living, man? Yo, what's going on, everybody? Happy to be here another week. You know, in the middle of a storm, but it's <laughs> the sun's shining somewhere. The show and shout out to Possibly in Manchester City. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the kids that got out of school early because it was raining too hard, man. They making y'all punks. Anywho, Cletus will be in the building soon. A little busy, but hey, wanted to start with that L, but hey, instead, I'll continue to start with that L, but I want it from that Man United perspective. So Ephraim, sure you've seen your brother Michael Carrick shining at Middlesbrough? One nil upset over Chelsea in the Carabao Cup, or yeah, semifinal. Uh, do you think Michael Carrick has the quality to be the next United manager in case things continue to get shaky with Ten Hag? I have a feeling they would go for somebody bigger. Uh, I, while yeah, you got to give credit where credit's due, but yeah, I don't think that that's where the their direction they would go. I mean, maybe down the line if there's an opportunity, sure. Uh, we all know how that goes when it comes to uh, you know, uh, legends coaching their t- former team. So, yeah, I wouldn't. I would, yeah, down the line, but not not anytime soon. though. nah, hell no. Nah. Not even if they fire Ten Hag tomorrow, and it would they would try to go after somebody big or somebody just known, more known, I guess. The show and hey, this is just the first leg of the Carabao Cup. You know, second leg is next week. Chelsea will be at home. They're still the favorites to advance. But when you look at how they've been playing, Marcus, do you see any improvement from August to now? No consistency, bro. I'm not going to lie. I kind of was hyped for that boy Cole to be starting up top. <laughs> but uh, you know who he looked like today? Darwin Nunes, okay? Oh, Geeking in front of the goal, okay? And that back line for Chelsea, they need to figure it out, bro. Like, I, the D.I.Z. dude, yeah. that's not that's not it. Gusto, that's not it. Uh, Like, bro, they, they might need to, like, send some more folks online. I think the Sterling juice done ran out. Oh, he just scored a free kick, like, three days ago, man. Oh, I mean, bro, it's it's off and on, bro. It was consistent when he first put them plats in, bro. 
Okay. But the uh Silva, he needs to he need he needs to go ahead and get in his rocket chair, bro. He's not even made for championship players, bro. Oh it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. Okay, okay. Now let me ask Hey Dan. Yeah. Real quick, while I while I agree with Marcus' assessment about them not necessarily uh having a lot of time consistency, they have been trending up a little bit in the Premier League, so uh, just a tad bit. They've they've won a couple games in a row, I think. So, well, not in a row, but yeah, two in a row. And uh, I think three out of the last five. So, I mean, what they, position are they in? <laughs> I mean, he's still in tenth though. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, there might be something. But I don't know. I, I I'm not really sold on him either, though. Yeah. Now the other Carabao Cup matchup is Liverpool Fulham. Uh. How you feeling about that, Marcus? You must be confident. Why? You didn't see the news? Whoa. Trent out for some weeks, bro. He, he, it's right. some knee ligament, bro. We already got Joe Gomez playing on the other side, so I'm confused what's about to happen. Like We about to have them young boys. Chambers. My, my, young, my young boy Bobby Clark in the, in the midfield, probably. Bobby Clark, gospel hour from BB from BET. He's he plays hey. football now. Hey man, hey. I'm not gonna lie. That white boy do look like he got like he got some black homeboys, bro. Oh man. Okay, okay. He plays like young Curtis, but he playing too. He, hey, look, a young Curtis for real because he on the ball too much, not moving that shit fast enough. But I, I can see Harvey again. Um, I think they gonna keep playing Nunez because he got to get confidence. Um, but that's a threat. You got Ream out there, so it's always a threat. But um, I think we can leap because I don't think Van Dyke back from his illness. Um, I don't think Kanate going to be able to – well, shit, Kanate going to have to play if Van Dyke can't play. Yeah, we geeked in the back line, bro. We don't got, we don't got Hendo bum-ass to play center back. So I, I we'll see how they go. Hey Marcus, you know obviously all these all our teams that we that we go for dealing with injuries this year. How are you feeling about the depth of Liverpool right now? The talent and the depth right now. Um, I mean we need about one or two more two buys because uh, these injuries to the back line are not key. Like like this is not a good time for it, honestly because we getting we getting people coming back in the front in the midfield matchup is done for the year like so it's like i don't want to see reese williams bro like that that that's not going to be you know premier league bro that shit barely got us top 6 that year um so i i think like fsg should see like hey bro if you want that shit you want that bread that come with that go ahead and get us another center back Maybe one of them center backs that can play like left, right, or right back also. But yeah, we need one or two buys, I think. Hey man, you need a right back. You got said Arsenal has Cedric Suarez ready and to get moved. I mean, hey. Hey, bro, I saw a meme, bro. Everybody was cheering for the Arsenal players, and then Cedric came out there and they got quiet as hell. Like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, man. It's it's funny, man. But let's go to the other cup because you know this uh past week was slow, it was more so cup competitions in England and Spain. So Anthony, as the reigning FA Cup champions, 
You guys did what had to be done. Smacked up. Hud Hud. 5-0. A brace by Foden. Uh, Julian Alvarez with a goal. Jeremy Doku with a goal. Must have been nice to see them playing well. And you guys have already seen your uh, next matchup, which will be Tottenham away. Does that make you nervous? <clears throat> Heck yeah. Um, yeah, that shit makes me nervous, man. We need to win. And Tottenham's a tough place. Uh, if Sun's on the pitch, you know. He won't be there. He'll be at the, Afri at the AFC Asian Cup, luckily. Oh, man. Thank you. Lord, wow, that's awesome, man. See, hey, shout out to Pep for only recruiting a certain brand of players, man. You know, hopefully we move on. Um, I like how Foden is in form. I think I started this season saying he, he's going to have 10 and 10. Uh, and that was in the Premier League. But if he ends up with that overall competitions, that's that's kind of cool. Um, He's actually progressing very well for his age without uh stalling out um and doku came in as long along with his fellow belgian teammate de bruyne man kdb's back yo that's it's good to see so for sure and so far in the league foden has five goals and six assists so he's halfway there to get his first double-double season of his career in the league. So he's played in 19 matches in the league, started 17. It looks like he'll get the most starts in the PL, which was 24 a couple years ago. So shout out to Foden for getting more responsibility and taking advantage of the injuries around him and adapting to playing centrally. Now, let's let's talk about Man United. Hey, hold on, bro. You don't, you didn't want to uh see here Anthony uh thoughts on Timo return to the Premier League? Maybe oh, you mean that afterthought? Man, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that bum. I keep thinking that news is fake. Is he still here? Is he still coming over? Yeah, yeah he, he took the picture. He confirmed it. Okay, that's what's up, man. I, well, you know, I hope he uh. Points to the badge correctly this time if Whoa. they win. Uh, yeah, come on, man. Remember uh, when Chelsea like won the Champions League? He like missed pointing to the badge, and they were like, "Yeah, you can't even, can't even make that." So I'm not worried about Timo Werner, you know. Yeah, man. Leipzig got rid of him, man. He said, "Go, go back to England, man. You're up." But it is what it is, man. Does Timo Werner make you nervous, Marcus? <laughs> man how many goals that boy had in like three years what was it like six yeah like six eight something like that let me look it up but i would argue it's not ne not necessarily because of the goals but because of his pressing and stuff so yeah i would say i am on sunday a tad bit nervous oh man <laughs> i don't think so bro james madison not training yet um like you said yeah, son, son gonna be gone um, yeah. gone uh Boozum, what is uh, uh what is it the homie Boozuma, Sar, they both at Avcon. Yeah. So yeah, they geeks. They and I think we're getting a couple players back. Like I think Erickson might be back, Shaw. 
uh Mason Mount may, maybe which you know I ain't really rating him right now but uh yeah so maybe not we'll be playing at home too so but I just you know that there was a rumor that he was supposed to be looking at uh we were supposed to be looking at him uh at United but as usual United drops the bag on everything by the way Werner had 10 goals in the Premier League in 56 appearances for Chelsea which is a terrible return then he went back to Leipzig and had 11 goals in... Oh, whoa, that was the total? Yeah, well, that's just the Premier League. Oh, wow. Yeah, then he went back to Leipzig. And uh, first season, he had nine goals and three assists and 27 appearances. Then this year, he's played in eight matches and has two goals. He's an afterthought in the team, so... Yeah, he he's a talented player that I thought had a lot of upside, but say similar to a guy we'll talk to in a few minutes, then going to England destroyed their games. But before we get there, let's talk about a brother that can enjoy some success. E money bags, two nil against Wigan. Dalo, Bruno Fernandez with the goal. Mm-hmm. You advance. How you feeling, man? Did you like the lineup and the style of play away against Wigan? You know that that used to be a Premier League team. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember the DW Stadium and all that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it. Yeah, it's good to advance, obviously, in the cup. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily be too blown away. I think if you watch the match, you could. I think a lot of people could agree. It probably could have been the same score Man City had when they played uh, uh, Huddersfield Town. So. Uh, we missed a lot of opportunities, 33 shots uh, that we that we put up um, and only two goals. And one of those was a penalty. So if you look at it that way, you know, I know numbers can be funny, but in that sense, it's like the efficiency on the on the uh, shots was not really there. Um, I like the lineup for the most part. I'm still kind of blown away by McTominay playing. I get it. He has the most goals in the team, which is wild. At the same time, you know, he's, he, what he did in that match. Uh, he took a lot of opportunities away from Hoyland. I think he took like two or three, maybe four uh, opportunities from Hoyland that that uh, he might have been able to score on. Um, so, but other than that, I did like the lineup. I like how Veron is still playing. Um, I'm happy to see some of these guys come back this weekend, uh, and then we see what we can do at uh, home against Tottenham. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to get we got moved on, but we still got some work to do. For sure, for sure. Now, it's time for me to talk about Arsenal. And they've won, you know, one of their last seven. Got smoked by Liverpool in the FA Cup. Own goal by QR. Then Luis Diaz with the goal in the 95th minute. And, hey, honestly, I saw the lineup didn't watch the match. I knew what was happening. I said, what? Kai Havertz at nine? Jorginho, Declan Rice, double pivot? I'm too sick for this. I'll go to sleep. I woke up, saw the result, and you know what happened, guys? I hit an epiphany. I realized Arsenal being bad is great for the overall sport of soccer in terms of the content creators. Man, my algorithm was going crazy. There's ghosts I haven't seen in years that were popping up with videos. Marcus, do you know Lee Gunner? 
Have no, you I'm seen not hip. I'm not hip. Let me let me look while you while you put me on. Ephraim, have you ever seen Lee Gunner? Nah. Oh man, Anthony, have you ever heard of a guy named Lee Gunner? No, nah, I mean it sounds like a sick a sick person. <laughs> if you want, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hip. I'm hip. He says I'm sick. Sick. Yeah, hey man. And there's, there's <laughs> yeah, I'm also, looking now too. <laughs> there's also people that said he had racist tweets in the past. I wouldn't be surprised. He calls Eddie and Ketia the king of Zamunda. Hey, man. Oh. <laughs> Every time he sees that guy, he's like, oh, the king of Zamunda's coming. No goals, man. I'm like, hey, all right. And he has a show, guys, where he has a guy that's been an Arsenal fan since 1967 smoking vapes in the cut. He got this homie from Atlanta. It might be one of Marcus's homie called Southern Gooner. I'm like, hey, man. That dude is hilarious. And then he got this other homie, Kenny Ken, who's been an Arsenal fan since the 80s. And they were stressed. They want Arteta fired. They think only five guys on the team are good enough. I've been looking. For, there's been guys that I've been trying to find, like Hugh Wizzy. Shout out to you, Hugh Wizzy, wherever you are. You haven't made a YouTube video or a tweet since October. Arsenal sucking really hurts people's feelings and emotions. But I think overall, like I said, Arsenal, let me know if y'all think this way. I think out of the other, out of like the average fan that supports a Premier League team, I think Arsenal is amongst the most hated. That's why when they suck, everybody gets to have fun. United fans, City fans, Chelsea fans, Liverpool, of course, Tottenham. How do y'all feel about that? Yeah, I don't know if y'all the most hated. I mean, y'all, at least with United fans, it's a big rivalry. So I think that you get it from that side. But I don't know about like the whole Premier League is like, oh, we hate Arsenal, we hate Arsenal. Because I feel like it was with United for obvious mm -hmm. reasons, right? So Yeah, corruption. <laughs> yeah, I, thought that, was, I thought it was United. Right, right. Well, Liverpool, but I really think it's United because of the fans. And I think that's the reason why people hate Arsenal, because of the fans, too. Because you can look at it. Shout out to Mark Goldbridge and United Stand. They don't have the same motion as AFTV. That's an actual thing that, oh, when Arsenal loses, everyone says, oh, I can't wait to watch AFTV. I don't see it with any other entity, you know. Liverpool, Redman TV, is it the same with y'all, Marcus? It's a wigger black dude on Ed, on, on Liverpool Redman TV. Sorry to disrespect, but it's nobody that's like from the U.S. that like I would ever watch. Like Arsenal kind of got the best them, and I guess Goldbridge, and I get, but like yeah, it would be Arsenal. Like honestly, I got the best fan community, but United what? are the ops. Like United are the ops. Like to go to your fact about. Who are the most hated? United. Mm. I mean, look how much Claytus talk about United. I mean, my God. Yeah, it's and, and, and just because y'all got a big his... fan base, isn't that just because y'all suck? Like, well, people yes on your no. fans. I... Not you, Ephraim. I'm talking about Arsenal. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> y'all haven't been good, so that's why your fans are what people point at. And, yeah, you may feel more hated because people want y'all to shut up. But now y'all had a chance to shut up and win, and you tricked it. And now you had another chance to almost be in the mix and you're tricking it again. And so it's like, yeah, back to back to the entertainment. And I guess people look, that's where it's like, uh, Arsenal is the entertainment 
part of the league, and that's where AFTV, yeah, y'all got that. Because we ain't looking at you for this, what y'all were known for, like you say, champagne football. Yeah, that's we- that's before social media. So people, that's the point. Like Arsenal has a massive fan base, but they haven't been good for a long time. So when Robbie started doing AFTV in 2013 and basically created the fan channel movement, Arsenal became the biggest and became the banter team. That's why I feel like they're the hey. most hated because they created the template that everyone mm-hmm. else okay. imitated, but no one else. Yeah, yeah, okay. I hear what you're saying. Hey, we can't leave Robbie, bro. Him and his kid and his kid homie was out there looking scratch. <laughs> Their reaction, this man was like, we controlled the first half and did we look like shit? It's unacceptable. Yeah, even and I just thought about that track that you sent me of his. <laughs> oh yeah, even like uh, uh, last year, Robbie, when I think Arsenal got knocked out in one of the cups, and he talked about we got bigger fish to fry. That's a meme now. Everyone says, "Yeah, bigger fish to fry." Yeah, what are you guys winning? So, yeah, you're right, and you know, rest in peace, Claude. His it's time to go with Arsene Wenger. You know. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah, the Arsenal fan base is the most viral because they're not the biggest. Liverpool and United have a bigger fan bases. I'm sure Chelsea does too. But it's just, I think Arsenal fans knew how to use the internet better than the other niggas. So maybe that's why it feels like that. But shout out to Arsenal continuing to lose. I already knew what was going to happen this year. That's why I was joking and saying that, hey, man, I need to go to Real Madrid. But hey, it is what it is. I look at this season as, uh, you know, a backward step, kind of, because you went from a fake title race last year to now you're trying to fight for fourth place. But like I said, that was the reason why I said, hey, you better win the league last year because more teams are going to be competitive. They're going to invest and you have to take advantage of your window. It's like the same thing. Look at Leicester City. When Leicester City won the league, That was literally the only year they could win it because the next year City invested more money, Chelsea, everyone did. And then, yeah, you didn't see Leicester in the top four ever again. Now they're in the championship. So got to take advantage of your window when you see it. Right, Marcus? I mean, you're an Atlanta Falcons fan. You know how crazy windows can be. It's hard sometimes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's soon. That's it's really soon right there. Um, I thought more about like I think this year you could blame injuries. You lost you lost one of your transfers before the season started. You lost what is it? You lost Partey maybe the first month, and you kind of just showed that you didn't smart invest with Kyle. But everybody yeah, don't but get them exactly. all right. That's sports though. People that's the reason why they choked the league last year. Tommy Asu got hurt. Saliba got hurt. But that's sports, man. People get hurt all the time. The reason, one of the reasons why Kevin De Bruyne's legacy is affected and how people don't rate him as highly as some City fans feel like is because, hey, City won a league when he only played half the season. They're probably going to win the league this year, and I don't think he's going to play half the season again. So it's like, even though he's supposed to be their key player, they can still win big titles without him because they balance their squad correctly. I was about to say, to kind of go off of that, I think I think we should more so look at Arteta regression this year. Like as a coach, you didn't learn 
from your lesson last year of not having depth, and you could have kept maybe Shaka. You could have kept maybe I don't. You couldn't have kept Lacazette, but maybe you could have found somebody else that you let go, and you could have kept them. Like who was that? That young boy that had a little nice little flash at Newcastle. Like you could have kept some of them young dudes. Like or bring up some of the dudes. I think he didn't learn in that aspect. So it's like now we seeing Eric Smith Rowe get reintroduced when he was a no, when he kind of was a nobody that got number 10. Like it don't make no sense kind of with his, his tactics at this point. It's like, it's, it didn't, he did, he didn't expect what was going to happen this year. He just depended on certain people being able to play the whole season, in my opinion. And Smith Rowe, he scored 10 goals in the 21-22 season. And since then, he's been basically a ghost. Arteta doesn't rate him. I don't know why, but hey, he was one of our best finishers for a season and we don't see him anymore. I think another thing is too, is that Arteta has tried to sign players to fill certain roles, didn't get it. And then he doesn't try again. Like Rafinha, obviously he knew Saka needed cover, tried to get Rafinha, didn't work out. He goes to Barcelona. We're not linked to signing a right winger ever again. You tried to get um, another player centrally to try to push Odegaard. No. So uh, Martinelli, he always gets caught up on the left wing because you don't rate Reese Nelson high enough and you don't like Trussard's pace enough to play on the flanks. So it's like, your team is predictable. You're going to burn out the young homies because they don't get no rest. And that's what we're seeing. I'm seeing a lot of people, rightfully, they're saying, hey, Saka looks dull. He's getting mixed. He's getting blended. Ain't really producing. But hey, man, if we going to give Phil Foden props for five goals and six assists, Saka has six goals and six assists. And he's the primary option on his team. Imagine if he had more talent around him where he wouldn't have to get double teamed all the time. But that also goes into the style of play by the coach. It's predictable. You're trying to play like Manchester City without Manchester City's talent. Saka last year had 14 goals and 11 assists. This year he's projected to eclipse those stats, but it's not going to look the same because <laughs> the team is dead. And now the only trophy that they have a chance to win is the champions league please they ain't winning that hey one more thing i gotta say about that uh, and i'm sorry Eve. the tactics don't i don't understand the tactics for brothers for soccer to have so much pace i never see a long ball he always played the shit short like what what is this like you gotta run more yards when you playing the shit short just beat the dude with pace Hey man, I think yeah, I think what you're looking at is yeah, he got pace, but it ain't it ain't like uh trying to think, cause in England out who has game breaking pace in England? Can't really think of a player like that. I guess you can say Doku now, right? Yeah, he's quick. He's quick. Yeah, you can say him because he's more agile. If you're talking about more straight line speed, then yeah, Saka is comparable. But if you're talking about the quick accelerations, agility, Saka doesn't have it. That's why he's not the same level as dribbler as Doku. Even though Saka is a solid dribbler, he's not on Doku's level. And I think that has to do with the you no know, lack of agility and because, hey, 
Doku never has to worry about a double team. While Saka, that's all you see because everyone knows you're going to try to cut inside on your left foot. The fullback can track you because there's no... I mean, yeah, their fullback can track you because no Arsenal fullback is going to overlap. And then the midfielder can stay home because they don't have to track the runners from Odegaard. He's not making those goal-scoring movements like he did last year when he scored like 14 goals, 15 goals in the league. So, yeah, Arsenal's very predictable. And then before the match, Gabriel Jesus got hurt. So, yeah, I don't know how long he's going to be out. So, shout out to Stan Kroenke. I mean, this is what he liked. When Arsenal choked top four and finished fifth in fifth place a couple years ago, they said, oh, that's good. We just wanted to go back to a European competition. When Arsenal choked the league last year, the Kroenke said, oh, that's good. We just wanted to make the Champions League. So, hey, this is what they want. I think they're just happy to make the Champions League and then, Maybe they even know that this team ain't good enough to win the biggest trophies. But shout out to all the content creators winning off Arsenal losing. Expressions, hey, I love his hate watch-alongs. Those joints are hilarious. He'll have a TV watching Arsenal and another TV watching United because his brother, you know, Bance, uh, Rance is a United fan, so he loves to cook them. I think it's hilarious, man. <laughs> but do you guys think these um fan content channels are as i guess popular as they were maybe five seven years ago like anthony from your perspective do you see the fan channel content in your algorithm and are you intrigued to watch it were you ever interested in it fan channel like uh associated city yeah like with any yeah with any team um not really, and that's why, to your point about Arsenal's being the best, because that actually, uh, I liked how they were in the ground, talking to the fans, and seemed informed. Other people seem to be still on the outskirts uh, on multiple sports, like, even if I go to, like, well, I don't care about the Wizards. So even City, um, you got, there's certain people, but I really don't look at them. I just watch more team news, because it's nothing, it's nothing like Arsenal. So when I look around other sports, um, even the commanders, you, Snyder had the whole uh media associated with the team on lock. So, you know, over here it's different. It'd be nice to see something like that over here, but nah. So I really don't look at fan stuff. And that's why, you know, Arsenal they did have a blue they do have a blueprint, and that's that's cool. How about you, E Money Bags? Do uh fan channels intrigue you? Did they ever interest you that's funny i kind of opposite i kind of just got into fan channels a lot more over the last couple of years so and I, I think a lot more are trying to open up i'm not i'm not saying they're successful but it does seem like at least on united's and you see like the fan base is so huge you got people from different countries i see things like uh filipino and and different asian countries and uh you know so i think uh, it just depends on like who's been doing it for so long, how you're going to get like the best content or, you know, like Goldbridge, right. He doesn't go to games necessarily, but he has the biggest United following. Right. And he has, and he's plugged in. He has some decent sources. He gets Fabrizio Romano on his show every week during transfer windows. Um, so things like that. So 
and then you have the United View, like they they actually go to games and report from them from Old Trafford, and you know, so so you have different types of fan channels. So so yeah, it does intrigue me because you get different perspectives. Then you have these guys that have worked together, like Goldbridge and Flex from from uh United uh from United View. They used to. Work I like with Flex. He's cool. Yeah, yeah, I like him too. He's pretty low key. Like he keeps a kind of like a calm demeanor with everything. I like I like how he kind of does things too yeah. and he's not very insulting either like Goldbridge and he calls people prats all the time and I'm like dude <laughs> man, calm down bro like you and you being a little too insulting sometimes but but no nah, I think I think I think some of them are pretty cool then you have antagonistic ones um like I, I forgot the guy's name he used to work with Flex and Goldbridge too but uh he broke off and started his own he, he I guess they got kind of like a beef or something mm. um so you yeah it's just different types sorry to cut no, you off good I was wondering, have you ever seen Saeed's content? He's a United oh. fan too. He's a a bigger guy. You, I'm, if you've seen him, type in Saeed S A E E D Man United. Hey man, a couple weeks ago he was watching. He had a watch along and he fell asleep. Woke up, y'all was down. He almost had a heart attack. That guy, he's hilarious, but. He's really from Manchester. His accent is hilarious. Seeing a black guy with a Manchester accent. Oh yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, I know exactly who it is. Yeah, he's hilarious. He, he's yeah. good too. He's more of a fan that he tries to, you know, be objective and balanced. But sometimes he lets his emotions get the best of him. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Marcus, how about you, man? Who is the face of Liverpool's fan uh, content? I guess it's Redman TV because they kind of plugged a bit. <clears throat> they got a Klopp interview. They got an Ando interview. Like, they get interviews from the club, but it's just some older, older European. Let me, that's a good way to say it. Older European guys. So it's like, I don't really rock with it like that. I used to watch it a, a little, like, weekly because they used to do, like, a little dope joint put the little star lineup on the board with the pitches. But that was Coutinho era. Um, they got a black dude on it now. And I could tell he from Liverpool because he got a, he got the strong ass accent. But they don't got no personalities. Honestly, like you said before, like expressions, um everybody like Goldbridge and all his offsprings, the little black gorilla looking dude. That hey, 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 come on, man. Hey. Oh, KG. He's talking about KG. Oh, <laughs> and he knows the man's name. Oh, yeah, my man was in Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah, yeah. KG, he is. Oh, one. he was. Yeah, he's oh, one damn. of the fans that be at the pub lost. Yeah, he is the black yeah. dude in the pub. That's why he's I didn't even recognize it till you KG, said KG, the comedian. Shout out to you. Real life. Yeah, he's a comedian in real life. Yeah, shout out to that, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like oh, watching my man gold. Caesar, man. From, hey man, you a sick guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, but um, yeah, I like the way how I kind of like Goldbridge going in because like low key, this dude is a Liverpool fan, bro. The amount of Liverpool videos this man has made this year is wild. Okay, the man was keep saying y'all need to copy our model, our model. Like, bro, relax. United can do it the United way, bro. Um, but yeah, I'm more, I'm more in, like, shout out to Jess. She cool, but she, 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 I'm not even gonna say nothing. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm on the lookout for a Liverpool one.
Oh, man, hey, let's continue that Liverpool love, man, because the transfer window is open. Kylian Mbappe transfer saga is loaded up again. And this time we have a contender because Real Madrid is basically saying this is our offer. Take it or leave it. Ain't giving you anything extra from what we gave offered you last year and the year before. Now they're saying he might be looking to the Premier League because he now sees that, hey, if I go to Real Madrid and win uh, the Champions League, it just looks like I just joined the hottest team when I could have joined it a couple years ago before they won the Champions League. And, hey, I could have been one of the faces of the team. But now Vinicius is the man. Jude Bellingham is the man. Now they're saying Liverpool is a contender, man. That's one of the teams he liked growing up along with AC Milan and Real Madrid. So, Marcus, we know you guys don't have the same finances as, you know, certain clubs, but do you think there's a pack, a financial package that you could potentially put together to get Mbappe, or is it contingent on if Salah stays? Kili, Kili. Um, honestly, it's all dependent on Mo because we're working on the extension. So if Kili want to come, I think he kind of got to say this. He kind of got to like, well, if we get him on the free, how that work? We just got to balance our books, right? Yeah, but, you know, because his wages are crazy and he's going to be on a free, he's going to demand more money up, up front, you know, off a sign-in fee. And because you don't have to pay any transfer money, he wants more, a higher salary. So it's like free transfers are good because you don't have to pay a club for a player, but then also you got to pay them more on the back end. So... And so I'm about to say something wild. He might get a million a week at PSG. Who knows? I'm about to say something wild. Um, so if Mbappe want to come, Luis Diaz, you can go to um Barca and we can let that shit ride like that. FSG, I think all of it is dependent on if we win the league. Because then we'll have more bread. We'll get what, maybe like 10 mil from winning the league, hopefully. Some some weak ass amount like that. Um, so I guess that's how it would have to work. But I think D, if if he came, Diaz, Diaz or Nunez is, is gone because he kind of want to play on the left, right? So, I mean, I think we can make it work with Mo. We tell him, be like, hey, bro, you wind it down. You want to play with the young boy and you want to get Champions League? Let's do yeah. it. Sure. If y'all win the Premier League, y'all get $44 million. At least that's what the last one was. That's all Mbappe's money then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like... That's one year of his. That's a one year, one year, one year of Mbappe. We only gonna get him for two. Oh man, <laughs> it's a two year vacation, bro. They man. talking about buying Holland for under a hundred. What's going on? <laughs> Anthony out here talking proverbs. He sacrificed. I'm gonna say it on the pod. He sacrificed Holland, bro. Oh whoa. He's- yeah, he he said it last, oh, oh, last season. Oh, oh yeah, he did he say that. give me give me that and, and die. You, yes, he did Look say that. Look I forgot about that. Hey man, oh, he did delete him. Hey, that's crazy. I just started an anime called Monster, and the doctor wished his bosses was like, man, they don't deserve to live. They 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 about to fire the nigga, and he was standing over a. A sick kid, and that sick kid woke up and ended up killing them niggas. 
So y'all trying to tell me I invoke a Holland trade curse with the Champions League victory? That's tight. Yeah, man. You've been promoting Julian Alvarez for like a year and a half, and now is this time to showcase him. You got De Bruyne hurt, and now, hey, Holland, sit down. Let my man play the nine. Yeah, man, you know, Alvarez is about to be going too. I I hate to I hate to speak the truth, but yeah, man, you know, unless uh unless Gundogan hit a phone call and tell everybody at Manchester City, do not come to Barca. It's trash over here. You can't go from winning in a beautiful club and organization like Manchester City to come over here with these guys. Stay over there. That's the only way Alvarez is going to stay. Other than that, it's in the stars, man. He's out of there. Phil Foden's going to be the company, man. He's going to stay. But sad. It's very sad. <laughs> Ephraim, if you were Kylian Mbappe, what would you do, man? Go to Real Madrid, stay in Paris, or come to the Premier League? Mm, that's a really good question. I... Easy to say I'd, I'd, I'd go to Real Madrid, but, man, I don't know. If if I want to look for a challenge, yeah, why not come to Premier League? Faster pace, more of a challenge as far as, like, winning the league. At least you can put a challenge into uh, – if you go to somewhere where, like Liverpool, you can put a challenge into uh, the city at that moment. You you, you really bolster your chances uh, year by year, uh, especially depending on how long uh, Pep stay. But, yeah, I think – I don't know, easy for me to say, right? We all pretty much watch the Premier League. Uh, mostly more so than any other uh, league. So, yeah, I'm going to say the Premier League just to, to give myself a challenge. The show. Anthony, what would you do, man? I'm going to the Premier League. Uh, if not for the thrill of the competition, and if I actually like Liverpool, and Klopp's a great manager, the team's good, I want that bump, man. I want I want to win the league over there. I want to win Champions League while in the Premier League. Like I would go for the sake of being a competitor. But I'm realizing a lot of these young kids, man, they're not competitors, man. They just want bread. So they want it, they want money or they want it easy. They want it easy and they want money. So it's whatever, man. Marcus, we already know your answer, but hey, make your case. If you had to sell Liverpool to Kylian Mbappe, what would be your case, man? You play as us on FC. You've been rocking with us for the longest. You like you talk the clock on the plane. Real don't need you. They got Jude instead of us. So it's time to take his place, my boy. We'll clear the house. FSG on open the books. You saw what they did for the Red Sox. They just got uh Von Grissom. Shit. Man. You don't need to stay in Paris. You looking like you going backwards. You're not gonna win no Ballon d'Or over there. Come win the come win the Ballon d'Or over here in the Premier League. Who's the last one? Beckham? Come nah, on. it's Cristiano, 2008. Oh, oh, who who Whose son are you really? Okay then, come break all them records, big dog. You know, you know where you can get that at. Hey, and and you know what? I think that's a great point you make, Marcus. I think if he come over to the Pyramid League and ball out, 
Like I'm not saying obviously he was in in, in the top uh, running for for Blonde Order this year, but I think that will really enhance for some reason I don't know that might put him over the top. Like he get thirty something goals in the Premier League, scoring still scoring for his country, uh, doing the stuff doing his thing in the uh, in the Champions League, which I would assume that uh, Liverpool will be in next year. Right? It's, hell yeah! I think I think nothing. Everything points to coming to Premier League in a way. He speaks English pretty okay. You know he. Anyway, so I, I don't know. I, I just think that that would be the best place for him. For sure, for sure. Personally, <laughs> I'm a sicko, man. Hey, man, stay in Paris, Mbappe. Stay. Go ahead and continue your French Revolution project. This was year one. They brought you Dembele. They brought you Colomwani. They brought you Barcoca. They bring you all these French boys. They finally doing what they should have been doing. Hey, man, just stay. Because if you go to Liverpool and Liverpool has to sell their best player to make you their best player, seems like you're hustling backwards to me. It does a front three of Mbappe, uh, Gakpo, and Jota scare you the same way as if it's Mbappe and Salah on the flanks, and then whether Gakpo, Jokpa, uh, Ajota, excuse me, are one of the number nines, I'd, hey, I'd rather stay at PSG if I'm going to a club that's so broke, they got to sell their best player to get me, man. I don't know. Hey, bro, who said that, bro? You said we, he getting you out of that You just said, yeah, we got uh, worries about Salah's contract extension. So that lets me know, uh-oh, uh, the bread is limited. It might be limited for new new buys in January because we only, we, we we don't got a, we got a decent history with that. But we we not doing that in January, bro. We Come on, bro. That Jew money, that Conceito money, still in the bank. Come on, man. Hey man, like I said, hey man, Mbappe be getting close to a million a week. <laughs> I don't know how much Liverpool can offer. Oh, he's taking a pay cut. That's what I'm saying. But how he's big taking a pay, pay cut? cut? Yeah. You gonna have to get that through endorsements, my boy. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, all right, was 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 CR seven getting seven mil? What at uh United yeah, a, a million a week? Where at Real Madrid? I think so. Close to it, something like that. Him and Messi. We're getting new contracts every other year competing against each other. And that's why they have tax problems because, hey, man, they were cooking those books over there. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, once Holland leaves the Real Madrid, I know Manchester City got some money for, for Mbappe. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll easily drop that bag, but it's up to him, man. It'd be up to him. For sure, for sure. Now let's transition into real quick. Uh, it's basically the time of year where the JV Continental Tournaments are going on, the African Cup of Nations and the AFC Asian Cup. Why do I call them the JV Tournaments? Because look where they play at the time of year, in the, in the middle of the European calendar. While Euros will take place this summer and Copa America will take place this summer those are the varsity tournaments where the club season stops and all of the world pays attention to that so real quick african cup of nations the favorites are senegal the defending champions 
Shout out to Sadio Mane. You got married, but now there's controversy about how old your wife is. Hey, man, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> you guys are the favorites, especially since Nigeria lost Victor Boniface. He's out six weeks. There's still issues with when Onana's going to show up to Cameroon. Ghana, we stink. I got money with people. I got bets with people that Ghana won't get out the group stage. I feel even more confident now. What? Yeah. What do you mean? What? Who else? Huh? Who? What do you mean who? Bruh, it's Cape Verde, and I can't even pronounce the other one. Do you know Ghana didn't get out the group stage last time playing against Cromeros and Gabon? What does that mean, man? Ghana finished fourth place in that group last time. It's top two, right? Yeah. Come on, man. Nah, man. I'm telling you, Ghana sucks, bro. They do you know they played in Namibia and couldn't score a goal? They lost there was a nil-nil draw. Huff. Ghana is trash. Ghana is overrated in soccer. I, I had to do my research. Ghana dominated Africa when half of the continent wasn't free. Okay. The last time Ghana won the African Cup of Nations, Nelson Mandela was still in jail for trying to overthrow the South African government, okay? Since more since most of Africa became free, Ghana ain't that good no more, man. We got that one magic run in 2010 in the World Cup. Since then, we've been trash. Ghana is overrated, okay? I have to say it. No one want to say it. I'm going to say it. Also, Abede Pele, you don't deserve that nickname. You ain't as good as Pele. I looked up your career, man. Please. We just good at marketing, man. Ghana, we good at marketing, but nah, we ain't getting out the group stage. I look at it, I think outside of Senegal, because, you know, they still have their core team that won the last AFCON. And y'all remember, they did well and advanced out the group stage of the 2022 World Cup without Mane. So you see, they're able to play as a team. They don't have to depend on one man to do everything. So I think between them and Morocco, they're, they're the favorites. Of course, Morocco, the first African team to make the semifinal of a World Cup. They still have their core together. Uh, Ivory Coast are, is the host nation, so you know they got a chance. Sorry and, to cut you off. Is nah, the go Senegal ahead. coach going to go ahead and coach in the yeah, tournament? He, yeah, they're going to take advantage of him. Yeah, he's going to coach. Oh, I mean, has he got paid? Yeah, you know. He... Trub. <laughs> you didn't say this either. Nicholas Jackson up top? Yeah. Ha! In African Cup of Nations, he's going to look like a superstar, man. Hey, the, he ain't going against Europeans over here. He's going to ball. Watch. That's what happens, man. Uh, the other team that has an outside shot is Algeria because they won the AFCON before Senegal. They're a little older, though. They need basically a miracle from Mares and Bentacor to try to make magic happen. But yeah, AFCON, if you live in America, it'll be on BN Sports. If you live in the UK, it'll be on Sky Sports. I saw one of the homies in our soccer chat talking about, yeah, see, uh, Sky Sports, they just picked it up today. And I was like, yeah, but I reported it last week. I have sources, man. Hey, trust me, I'm a journalist. I had that news a week ago. Hey, man, I said it in the chat. Y'all could look it up. But anywho, African Cup of Nations, do y'all care about it? Will y'all even look at it and watch it? Be honest, man. Y'all don't got a lie for the world. <laughs> 
I'll watch. I'll watch it if I see it on. I'll be honest with you. I, but I didn't know it was going to be on in the U.S. at all, so I didn't. I had no expectations. So <laughs> I ain't gonna stop my schedule for it. If I see it, I see it. Marcus, yeah, we, got, we got to put some respect on our on our on our African superstars, bro. Yeah. We're gonna see Victor, Onana, Sadio, Kudus. Like Hakeem. Man, I don't know if Kudus is gonna play. He hurt. So oh, wow. that's another reason why I don't think Ghana gonna get out the group stage. See, I had that news early before I made the bets. Then when I made the bets and the news came out, they got mad. Like, hey man, did you know about this? Hey, <laughs> do inside source. Geek in the geek in the bet. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna watch it. You know I gotta watch it. I mean, I gotta see what Sadio do. Um, I don't really think that they're gonna be super hurt without Victor. Because you got, because not with, with, I mean, with Boniface, without yeah, Boniface. They do have a thousand strikers, you right. Yeah, because it's like, they don't got no midfield. Like, they just, yeah, they could loan the front a damn extra striker. Um, But yeah, like you said, I want to see if Egypt can make a run. I kind of think Senegal do got a better chance because, like, they got younger talent that has, like, played in bigger leagues. Um, I want to see what Ivory Coast can do. Nigeria, it's a lot of those people around me, so uh, they're going to be rooting for them. And when they get escaped, I'm going to be cheering. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to check it <laughs> I'm gonna check it out, bro. Um, and then I got to check out my boy Nabby because they say he's a little pre-Madonna and they re- and niggas is ready to fight. So I want to see how he's moving for the, his country. Yeah, is he going to get hurt? Yeah. Is he going to get hurt after two games? Hey, Amen. Shout out Guinea. They beat Nigeria 2-0 in a friendly the other day. They are, they are, they do look good. So we'll see. But um the other cup, the AFC Asian Cup. If you live in America, it'll be on Paramount Plus. The favorites are Japan. The reigning champions are Qatar. They won in 2019. Um, South Korea, they haven't won this joint since the 60s. Sun. Uh, Min Jim K, you know, the center back at Bayern, my man, that, uh, <laughs> what's my man? I, he chimed that pep called the Korean guy, you know, South Korea, there's a lot of eyes on them, but the favorites is Japan, obviously, of course, led by Matoma, Endo, Tamiyasu. I think outside of, um, Japan and South Korea, Another team that might have an outside shot is Australia. Yes, they play in the Asian Cup. <laughs> and uh, Saudi Arabia, now coached by Roberto Mancini. I'll ask you guys the same thing. Do you guys give a damn about the Asian Cup? Will you watch it? Yeah, I really don't give a damn about that, honestly. <laughs> and how nice of Paramount Plus to, to, to sponsor that? How nice of them? Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, I got some. I could say something to that, but uh, I won't be watching that. Not at all. I mad at you, Marcus. Your boy Endo's there. You look, hey, at- bro. All my slimes out here, bro. Minamino, AB yeah, Matoma. Yeah. You know the homie Matoma. We we not buying you, but it's nice to watch you. Hey, and Endo finna trick, finna show off on their ass, bro. He finna be like, hey, this what Trent them showing me. This what back of them showing me. Hey, and shout out to our Rui situation on Japan. Our boy Zion, black Japanese player. Hey, man, we're going to see what's going on, dog. 
Hey, uh, Dan, is um one of them brothers playing for their freedom this go around? Wasn't a good uh... question because a few years ago, the Asian Games, the Asian version of the Olympics, South Korea had to win so they could get exempt from military service duty, and hey, they won. This time around, <laughs> I think uh, the odds might be the stakes might be higher, man. If you don't win, if like Japan. Japan and South Korea are the favorites. If South Korea doesn't win, um, hey, president might have to renege that that offer, man. They might have to tell those brothers to go to work in the summer. I don't know. But I know Japan, they're definitely under surveillance. They've been balling. They've been putting in the work. We saw Blue Lock. They've been putting in the work for this past decade. Yeah. So, yeah, they better win, man. They balled in the World Cup. They've had upsets against big countries and friendlies. This is their time. So, hey. I'll be watching. But uh, before we end the show, I got to say rest in peace to two big figures in the sport of soccer. Uh, first, rest in peace, Mario Zagallo. A lot of people aren't aware of him, but he is arguably the most important player person, I should say, not player, because we know the most important player in Brazil's history is Pele. But Mario Zagallo is the most important person in Brazil's history. He was the last surviving member of the 1958 Brazil team that won their first World Cup. He was a starter on the left wing. Then in 1962, he started again. They won the World Cup. 1970, arguably the greatest soccer team of all time. The 1970 edition of Brazil, he was the head coach. That style of play, that Joga Benito, the beautiful game, that was his imprint. 1994, he was an assistant for Brazil. They won the World Cup. So if you guys aren't aware out there, he has four World Cups, two as a player, one as a head coach, one as an assistant. He almost would have won his fifth World Cup, but in 1998, they lost to France in the finals. So... As a man that served his nation for over four decades in the sport of soccer, passed away at 92, like I said, hey, man, he's one of the greatest. Shout out Mario Zagallo, rest in peace. And by the way, he was the first person to win the World Cup as a player and as a manager. And the irony is that Franz Beckenbauer, who passed away yesterday, he was the second person to win the World Cup as a player and as a manager. He is the most important person in Germany's history. If you look at how they've started to mold players, make them versatile, it's Franz Beckenbauer. He started his career as a box-to-box -box midfielder. You look at the 1966 World Cup, that man was dynamic. He scored four uh, goals, probably was the best player in that World Cup. You know, Germany lost illegally controversially in the final against England <laughs> that's another story for another day look up Jeff Hurst and his hat trick some offside action going on but he reinvented his game and became the libero or the sweeper or the ball playing defender now we see that more in the game but he if you go back and watch how he played it was crazy man he for a guy that eventually became a defender, the way he could dribble, the way he could flick it over people, the way he could ping it. My man is scoring Travella free kicks. 
They called him Der Kaiser for a reason, the king. The first defender to win the Ballon d'Or, won three Champions Leagues in a row, turned Bayern Munich into the dynasty they became. He also won uh, titles with Bayern Munich as a manager, also served the board. So rest in peace to Mario Zagallo and Franz Beckenbauer, two historic figures in their native countries and in the sport overall. So before we go, you know what we got to do. End of the show, superlatives. And I'm going to switch it up this time, okay? I'm going to tell you all this story, man. Claytis unfortunately didn't show up. I didn't end up in the club this weekend. Anthony was in the club. Let me tell y'all what happened, guys. <laughs> it's a sick story, man. Okay. I'm talking to my homies. We trying to set it up. Hey, we going to the function. Whoop-de-whoop. They saying cool. I call Jamar because I know he's going. He says, oh, man, I'm leaving early because I'm going to a surprise dinner for Clay. I'm like, oh, shoot. All right, bet I wasn't hip. I'll see you later. I call Keeb. He says he's at his nephew's birthday party and the club ain't really his swag no more. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm supposed to go with my god brother. He's one of the members of Ring Culture. His name starts with an O, all right? Supposed to go with this guy. First, he says, I, I don't know, man. My girl wants to come too. And I'm like, okay, your girl wants to come to the club. I can see how you don't want to do that, but hey, man. Come on, let's go, man. Clay, this is our homie. Let's pull up for him. He's like, all right, I'll let you know. Then, like an hour later, he calls me like, oh, yeah, my girl is still feeling sick. She don't want to go anymore, so I'm with it now. I'm like, all right, bet. He's talking about getting a driver to take us there. Shout out to Shorty. You a legend. And then he sends me the price. I'm like, all right, I'm with it, man. Jamal, shout out to Jamal, one half of Chapasu Convos. He said he was willing to go too because we went with the driver. Shout out to Shorty once again to the 50 Cent concert last fall. And that joint was legendary. So we put in plays together. Next thing you know, my god brother calls me back. And now he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to the club, man. You know, the club ain't really my thing. I'm like, hey, man, what happened? You just was with it. You told me you get in the driver. And then you told me there's another homie, Brian Matthews, willing to go. I'm like, all right, bet. Now, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to go. The club isn't really my thing. I'm like, uh-oh. You know what that means, guys. Hey, his lady got in his ear. He in trouble. <laughs> I said, oh, all right. I try to make some other plays together, man. See what's going on. Next thing you know, I don't know, man. I got sick. I've been sick the past few days, but it was just the sniffles. That joint hit me crazy Saturday night. The last thing I remember is, like I said, Keep texts me around like 9.30 something to say, hey, I'm not fooling with it. I'm kind of cool. I'm like, all right, bet. I make other plans to try to see if I can drive with some other homies because I'm leaning at this moment. I'm not trying to drive drunk, man. It's not good, man. Got to be smart out here. So I try to put a play together, still waiting on calls. Next thing you know, I wake up and it's like four in the morning. I'm sweating like a fool. 
I see the Houston Texans and the Colts on TV. I'm like, hey, man, what day of the week is this? Is this Monday? I was geeked. Next thing you know, I'm looking at my phone. I'm seeing all these missed calls and missed text messages. You know what text message pissed me off the most? Because shout out Jamal. You can ask Jamal. Jamal asked me about the driver, and I said, I don't know, man. Ask Jose. I haven't heard from him. He sent Jose a text message. Jose never responded. Then Jose responds like, I don't know, like 11-something talking about guys. He said, I got wine drunk. Ephraim, you a man in your 40s, man. You, is that an excuse? Wine drunk? What is that? Wine drunk make you sleepy, man. Hey, hey I drink wine on a Ose regular. Is a, hey, Ose don't need wine to get. He's a sleepy boy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I think you. my theory is that because he wasn't allowed to go to the club with his girl, without his girl, he ended up getting drunk with his girl so he can have an excuse to say why he didn't go to the club. That's my That's my theory. Marcus, how do you feel about this, man? Does this make sense to you? Does it make sense to say you're ready to go to the club, then you get second doubts, now all of a sudden you're drunk with your girl, and now you're trying to put the blame on me like I ducked you? Oh, he wasn't drunk, bro. He wasn't drunk. Okay. He he started to iron clothes, and she shut the play down. That's what I think happened, guys. Okay, he started putting on cologne. And she said, where are you going? Yeah, he got too flat. Okay. He said he She's... got a shape up that day, too. He yeah. was ready to go. I don't know what happened, guys. She, she was confused. What? Why? Wh who are you going to see? She didn't know that. Hey, look, Clay should have probably FaceTimed it. That's the only thing I can say. But he wasn't drunk, bro. Hey, that's a good theory. Like, he, he may not have, like, been clear about what he was doing to her, doing with going out. And so when she found out, she's like, nah, hell nah, we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, you got to stay and take care of me, right? Anthony, how do you feel about this, man? Did Osei set me up? Did he really get wine drunk? Or did he just get put on timeout by his baby boo? Tell that, tell that man, Dan, we ain't got time for him tonight. Oh, that's that's what that's what would happen, man. Osei Osei got busy, man. Yeah, man. Sorry, man. Happy birthday to Clay Osei. <laughs> I'll see you in two days. You get, hey. get it mixed. That joint. How was it though, Anthony? Was it everything you thought it would be and more? Was it fun? Break it down. Yeah, I guess I'm in the club this week because I was in the club. You hear me? Um. Yeah, Jones Live, man. It's crazy. I got there before Claytis is uh it's funny he's not here right now to elaborate on this. So I got there probably around like 11 30, actually 12. Got there at like 12 20, actually. Um and uh <laughs> Jamal and Derek are hilarious. I ain't even go to a big story like you, Dan. But we got in, we got our drinks. Um it's funny, we all dispersed into our own little part of the club. And um took up our own little corners and then I was you know getting lit and then I was making my way around and then I actually ran into Cletus as he was walking in so it was actually tight and so we ended up uh linking up a little bit uh he went to his section I followed his old group was there and um had some shots drinks it was nice man music was great nice vibe uh you know 
can't say too much. Like I, my shorty may listen. <laughs> Nothing happened, so, but it was it was a nice, excellent time. So, I heard there was certain brothers' body popping in the club, but we'll talk about that off camera. No, <laughs> I heard a lot. I heard a lot of yeah. Them. Nah, it's a. I'm I'm keeping I'm, I'm keeping it chill, man. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. hey, just know, hey, for all, anybody out there, you can you can't scare the hoes with your actions, and uh, you gotta just chill. Don't don't be drunk and scare the hoes. Just be drunk if you're gonna be drunk, but don't. I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just leaving it at that. Man. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm just... And that was story time with Dan and Anthony, man. Happy birthday, Clay. He might still be turning up. Hey, you never know. But hey, it's that time of the show. Like I said, I ain't watch any soccer this weekend. I was geeked up. So I'm about to be ugly with it, y'all. My champagne move of the week. Jameis Winston telling his coach, we ain't listening to you. We're going to let Jamal Williams score that touchdown. Hey, man, that joint was hilarious. Shout out to Arthur Smith, fresh fired. You know, he was pissed off, rightfully so. But that's my champagne move of the week. You got to you gotta let your brothers get that touchdown. That might have been an incentive bonus for him, man. So salute, man. Uh, Ephraim, what's your champagne move of the week? Man, Jameis got cooked, though. Um, my... <laughs> I guess my move, uh, my move is, you know what? It's going to be Middlesbrough today. You know, uh, shout out to, to them and Michael Carrick for for uh, doing their thing today. 1-0 against Chelsea in the first leg of the semifinal. I dig it. Anthony, what's your champagne move of the week? Does it involve uh, something that happened in the club, potentially? Hey man, uh, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna keep it safe, and I'm gonna go with Kevin De Bruyne coming back from being injured, uh, getting an assist. I'm gonna just go with that, man. And <laughs> hey man, yes. I hear you, Anthony. Sometimes you just gotta play it sideways and backwards. You don't gotta make a progressive pass. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. That's it. <laughs> Marcus, what's your champagne move of the week? I think it's ugly that you would that you would give Jameis the, the that that accolade. Oh yeah, I forgot you guys hate each other. Falcons and Saints rivalry is no joke. And he's smiling hard as shit. Bet, <laughs> bet. Okay, if you still on the team, fuck you, me. Oh um, no, nah, man. We we gonna go with champagne move of the week. I guess I go with uh uh nah. I give respect to uh Michigan. They got a championship, but you're not the best team. <laughs> get get two back to back and then we maybe we could talk. <laughs> for sure, for sure. My champagne goal of the week, I'm being unorthodox again. Draymond Green telling the world that he was going to retire because he couldn't, he wasn't going to be allowed to be a thug anymore. What the hell, man? This guy has been the bully of the NBA for the past decade, and then he tried to turn himself into a martyr. Oh, man, I can't hit this brother in the nuts. I can't choke out people. Come on, man. I can't step on people when they're on the ground. <laughs> this ain't basketball. 
<laughs> I'm out of here. And then Adam Silver got to tell him, no, nah, no, nah, Draymond, we still need your dumb ass in basketball. Come on, man. I would have told that brother sayonara, man. Clear up that cap space so Steph Curry can get some real help. But hey, shout out to you, Draymond. You, whatever they teach y'all brothers at Clutch Sports, shout out to LeBron. Y'all love to be a victim. Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? Well, since like you ain't watched much soccer, I was on vacation. So I'm uh I'm just gonna go with Diogo Dallo's uh first goal, the first goal against uh against uh Wigan. Word up, word up. Anthony, champagne goal of the week. Man. I'm gonna do two champagne goal. First, man, just give out to Claytus, man. Happy birthday. My man made it to 30. That's just tight. Um, number two, I'm gonna go with the uh, uh Phil Foden's banger outside the box in the uh, FA Cup. She was tight. E money bags. I mean, my bad. I'm geek. Marcus, <laughs> what's your champagne goal of the week? getting distracted on my phone lucho 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 man but hey i ain't gonna lie i want to circle the block and um give respect to kanate his the way how he slid in on um who was that kai havertz in that in that arsenal uh liverpool match yeah my boy was on one that on that in that game man putting people in his pocket hey bro i was about to, we didn't even go over that because you didn't watch it gabrielle it has PTSD of that boy. Okay. He dribbled away from the man. Which one? Oh, Martinelli? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, man, in the club, I'm in the club with all the homies with the flu and the cold. And I'm in the club with Osei, man. You allowed to come in. I won't tell your girl, man. I promise. Who else am I in the club with? Oh, yeah, Mohamed Kudus. All my brothers getting hurt right before AFCON so they can relax and sit down. Don't don't let me act like I didn't see what you did, Boniface. Victor Boniface only went to Nigeria to take fit picks and then said, oh, my leg. And then he got then he went back to Leverkusen. I see you. Salute. Ephraim, who are you in the club with? I'm going to bring in uh, the two legends that passed away recently, Mario Zagallo and Franz Beckenbauer. R.I.P. Not to be too dark, but that reminds me of when I was a kid and went to Hamburg. There was two strip clubs. One of them had the Angels. The other one across the street had the Devil, man. So, <laughs> Hey, I got one more real quick. Oh, I want you to give a shout-out to Eric was, Spolstra. He just uh, got a contract extension, oh, making him one of the highest-paid head coaches in the NBA. How about that? My man been there to put in the work. <laughs> he has been. That brother's been working for that organization for over 25 years, I think, almost now. Yeah, so... Big salute. Uh, but yeah, I think I asked one of the older homies which club was better, and he said, yeah, the club with the devil, because they get more active. I said, hey, man, <laughs> what type of message is that? Hamburg. Anywho, Anthony, who are you in the club with? Easy. I'm cheating. Again, Claytus, man, we was in the clubs. Happy birthday. You know, nobody else deserves it. You know what I'm saying? 30 years old. That's a milestone. So, Shout out to Claytus. How come you didn't invite the brother that scared the young ladies? 
nigga, I'm not inviting. <laughs> I'm not inviting a lot of niggas. <laughs> hey man, and I'm like, hey man, I'm. I realized why why I went by myself once I was in the club. You know what I'm saying? I realized why, why I separated myself, man. I made a mistake here. Here I'm a. Here it is. I made a mistake and left my keys at my cousin's crib oh. instead of bringing them with us and leaving them in Jamal's car. Cause I was like, man, I don't know what's about to go down tonight. I ain't trying to lose my shit. And then I was like, I don't know if the shit can get towed. Uh, man, fuck it. I'm going to be out tonight. I'm, I'm with the guys. We're going to be out. And that was the biggest fucking mistake ever. I, I, I'm usually a guy that drives himself or Ubers and, and that shit was terrible. My nigga, I didn't get home till 6 a.m. and I was done by two. Trying to tell you, shit well, was you was wild. ready to get out of there by two. Shit was wicked. I was good, man. I I, I did my thing, man. Hey, hey. I'm no offense. I got a girl. You know what I'm saying. So I don't need to stay out and thirst. You know what I'm saying. So that joint was cool, but nigga, I know how to get drunk and go home. So there, there's there, there's a there's a. I'll go by myself next time. Just know that. <laughs> Hey, legendary man, Marcus. Who you in the club with? Hey man, we finna um, me and that young boy Clay finna be in London. So we, I guess we in Club London, but I, I need Cat in the club because he he got round two. Call Anthony club. Towns. <clears throat> Cat Williams, no, oh, bro. I was like, <laughs> he on with hey hey he he on Willie D and he got round two, um. I need Kanate in the club. I need Lucho in the club. I guess we got to bring his pops in the club if you do that. Um, hey, man, let, bring Ratcliffe in the club. Maybe oh. he can finesse us getting that uh, that young boy, the one that they had to sell away. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a fun episode. Shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to Claytis once again. Hey, man, I hope everybody out there stays blessed. Soccer will be back in more motion soon, but hey, next week is going to be dry. You know, England got their fake winter break where they offer like a week. <laughs> so, hey, man, we might have to take it easy next week. So, hey, shout out to Marcus and Clay as well. Safe travels when y'all go to the UK. Y'all going to have to do it real big, man. But uh, before we disappear, Marcus, what we got to do, man? Hey, man. Till next time, keep them pinkies up. <laughs>